Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, which I'm excited to say we are now airing five days a week. Once a week, you can still hear an interview with a different consciousness change maker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness across Spaceship Earth. But now, also, in addition to the weekly interview, on the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, given interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics we deem worthy of discussion. All right, all you positive heads, welcome to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast where we are proudly serving up another dose of delicious soul food uh, (laughs) to be taken daily with your uh, nice big glass of refreshing water. (laughs) And I also have my co-host, Dalian the Alien, here with me. Hello, Dalian. Ah, konnichiwa, Brandon Salon. (laughs) Very nice. That was a little bit in uh, honor of your brother, Uh who is a... uh, (laughs) An aficionado of uh, Japanese culture. Yes, he you should went say. to Japan not too long ago, and I'm surprised he hasn't moved there yet. He loved it. <laughs> well, what's going on with you today, Mr. Dalian? Uh, anything exciting to report? Uh, I've got a uh, doozy of a story. Oh. Uh, this one's a pretty good one, so we're going to get into that here in a minute. But um, I don't know. Otherwise, I'm great enjoying the rain. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The we're rain that was much needed El here. El Nino here in Southern California. So uh, much needed rain, of course, and supposed to continue for days. So hopefully, I know other parts of the country, there's a lot of snow expected and so forth. So it is a uh, precipitous, is that a word? Precipitous? It is Uh, now. It is now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, before we get into your uh, exciting, mysterious story of the day, which I'm excited to hear, which is why I said exciting, uh, (laughs) I want to make an announcement to everyone and ask you in this new year, send us your questions. I know at some point our listeners out there have had some kind of question or thought you would want to interject or make a point or see what, you know, Dalian thinks about something or what I think about something. Um, Next time that occurs when you're listening, drop us an email. It's really easy. You just go through positive head contact page or even easier. If you have a microphone on your computer, right through the podcast page, there is a place where you can uh, leave us a voicemail. We want to uh, address your questions in this, this sweet 16 we are now in, entered up into, right? So gosh, can you believe it's 2016? Still, still a little shocking. I know. Seems, seems like it was just Y2K. <laughs> yeah. Time, uh, Seems a little more malleable than usual lately. It's uh, you blink and a whole week has gone by or maybe six months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of time, that's one of the things I want to talk about a little bit oh. today uh, to some degree. Um, and uh, yeah. Anyway, well, why don't we just get right into what you've got to report in uh, the way of a mysterious story? All right. Well, let me get into it then. Uh, this one we bring to you uh, through the... Um, spiritual metaphysical psychedelic blog uh, in 5d.com that's in the number five letter d.com and it's a story regarding a prophecy made by the bulgarian uh, spiritual master mystic philosopher artist uh, peter dunov now i may be mispronouncing the name there but this is a gentleman who lived in the uh, late 19th early 20th century okay and uh, his uh, spiritual name was bain sedono or duno Okay. So he had um, his own, you know, like uh, spiritual name, I suppose. 
But uh, this gentleman uh, lived in Bulgaria in Sofia, and he had, um, you know, disciples. He was a teacher. As I said, he was a musician, apparently as well. But uh, he made a prophecy. Oh, really? That yeah, that um, he made uh, something like you know seventy years ago now. And uh, it's reported here in the article. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and read it for you guys. Yeah, yeah. And then we can comment on this. So uh, Bainsa's prophecy uh, was, during the passage of time, the consciousness of man traversed a very long period of, period of obscurity. This phase, which the Hindus call Kali Yuga, is on the verge of ending. We find ourselves today at the frontier between two epochs, that of Kali Yuga and that of the new era that we're entering. A gradual improvement is already occurring in the thoughts, sentiments, and acts of humans, but everybody will soon be subjugated to divine fire that will purify and prepare them in regards to the new era. Thus, man will raise himself to a superior degree of consciousness, indispensable to his entrance to the new life. This is what one understands by ascension. Some decades will pass before this fire will come that will transform the world by bringing in a new moral. This immense wave comes from cosmic space and it will inundate the entire earth. All those that attempt to oppose it will be carried off and transferred elsewhere. Wow. Although the inhabitants of this planet do not all find themselves at the same degree of evolution, the new wave will be felt by each one of us. And this transformation will not only touch the earth, but the ensemble of the entire cosmos. Best, the best and only thing that man can do now is to turn to, to turn towards God and improve himself consciously, to elevate his vibratory level so as to find himself in harmony with the powerful wave that will soon submerge him. The fire of which I speak that accompanies the new conditions offered to our planet will rejuvenate, purify, reconstruct everything. The matter will be refined. Your hearts will be liberated from anguish, troubles, incertitude, and they will become luminous. Everything will be improved, elevated. The thoughts, sentiments, and negative acts will be consumed and destroyed. Your present life is a slavery, a heavy prison. Understand your situation and liberate yourself from it. I tell you this, exit your prison. It is really sorry to see so much misleading, so much suffering, so much incapacity to understand where one's true happiness lies. Everything that is around you will soon collapse and disappear. Nothing will be left of this civilization, nor its perversity. The entire earth will be shaken, and no trace will be left of this erroneous, erroneous culture that maintains men under the yoke of ignorance. Earthquakes are not only mechanical phenomena. Their goal is also to awaken the intellect and the hearts of humans so that they liberate themselves from their errors and their follies, and that they understand that they are not the only ones in the universe. Our solar system is now traversing a region of the cosmos where a constellation that was destroyed left its mark. Hmm. It's dust. This crossing of a contaminated space is a source of poisoning, not only for the inhabitants of the Earth, but for all the inhabitants of the other planets of our galaxy. Only the suns are not affected by this influence, by the influence of this hostile environment. This region is called the 13th zone. One also calls it the zone of contradictions. Our planet was enclosed in this region for thousands of years, but finally we're approaching the exit of the space of darkness and we're on the point of attaining a more spiritual region where more evolved beings live. The earth is now following an ascending movement and, and everyone should force themselves to harmonize with the currents of the ascension. Those who refuse to subjugate themselves to this orientation will lose the advantage of good conditions that, that are offered in the future to elevate themselves. 
They will remain behind in evolution and must wait tens of millions of years for the coming of a new ascending wave. The Earth, the solar system, the universe, all are being put in a new direction under the impulsion of love. Most of you still consider love as a derisory force, but in reality, it is the greatest of all forces. Money and power continue to be venerated as if the course of your life depended upon it. In the future, all will be subjugated to love and all will serve it. But it is through suffering and difficulties that the consciousness of man will be awakened. The terrible predictions of the prophet Daniel written in the Bible relate to this epoch that is opening. There will be floods, hurricanes, gigantic fires, and earthquakes that will sweep away everything. Blood will flow in abundance. There will be revolutions. Terrible explosions will, res will resound in numerous regions of the earth. There where there is earth, water will come. And there where there is water, earth will come. Hmm. God is love, you're yet we are dealing here with a chastisement, a reply by nature against the crimes perpetrated by man since the night of time against his mother, the earth. Hmm. After these sufferings, those that will be saved, the elite, will know the golden age, harmony, and unlimited beauty. Thus, keep your peace and your faith when the time comes for suffering and terror, because it is written that not a hair will fall from the head of the just. Don't be discouraged. Simply follow your work of personal perfection. You have no idea of the grandiose, fu grandiose future that awaits you. A new earth will soon see day. In a few decades, the work will be less exacting, and each one will have the time to consecrate spiritual, intellectual, and artistic activities. The question of rapport between man and woman will finally be resolved in harmony, each one having the possibility of following their aspirations. The relations of couples will be founded on reciprocal respect and esteem. Humans will voyage through the different planes of space and break through intergalactic space. They will study their functioning and will rapidly be able to know the divine world to fusion with the head of the universe. The new era is that of the sixth race. Your predestination is to prepare yourself for it, to welcome it, and to live it. The sixth race will build itself around the idea of fraternity. There will be no more conflicts of personal interest. The single aspiration of each one will be to confirm himself to the law of love. The sixth race will be that of love. A new continent will be formed for it. It will emerge from the Pacific so that the Most High can finally establish his place on the planet. Very cool. It's, uh, it makes me think of, of course, you know, I wasn't really familiar with this particular uh, individual. And you said he lived, what, 70 years ago or died 70 years ago? Uh, yeah, he died in 1944. Uh, it's, it's been a few decades since the prophecy. But as this article mentions, Brandon, it seems as though these words could have been spoken yesterday. Right. And that's what's so cool about this is for so many people and, you know, uh, culture, you know, our, our Western culture, all these ideas are like far out. And, and, you know, what it just seems like something completely left field. And then you pull up someone like this guy who 70 years ago was talking about all these same kind of concepts of, you know, the big shift in awakening uh, that's coming to the planet. And, of course, you have different civilizations, uh, the, the best known being probably the Mayans who, you know, the 2012 uh time frame being uh, a rough time frame of when this transition starts to happen. And, and interestingly enough, I know for me, that was a very trans, uh, transitional year where I started meeting and, and coming face to face with so many people who are on the same exact kind of wavelength of, you know, who we are as beings, what the ultimate nature of reality is and the ch earth changes that are happening, uh, you know, not only in, in consciousness mass consciousness but also in you know physical in the physical world changes happening and so forth so uh, i really 
find it fascinating that idea, which I've heard before, um, about us traveling through space. And of course, you know, once again, what is what did we all learn in second or third grade? Is we saw a picture of the the sun stationary with the planets flying around it, and that's really nothing like what's actually going on. What's really happening is. Um, the sun is like a spaceship hurtling at this tremendous speed through the cosmos, uh, and we have these, pl- you know, we're uh, one of the many planets that is just uh, trailing it, essentially. Along for the ride, Yeah, basically. it's yeah. like, oh, let's follow this giant comet. We're, we're attached to it, you know, via gravity. And it is so, only the source of all our lives, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Fo- follow the fire, follow the fire. So, uh you know, I think that's a really fascinating point that he made too, and one that really resonates. And, and of course, with a lot of this stuff, guys, you know, we're always putting out ideas and concepts and mysterious stories and, and, or, you know, in this case, a prophecy. And, you know, I'm not saying whether this was somehow divine information, this is exactly how it's going to play out or not. I think with everyone, you're getting bits of truth. And at the end of the day, you follow your own heart, your own intuition. And, you know, but I do find it fascinating to explore, especially when these things ring true with my own kind of inner guidance system. And when you think about the concept of us actually hurtling through space at this tremendous speed, and you're, it's, it's just like if you're driving across country, you're going to hit Missouri at one point, and it's going to be a different vibe than when you hit Arizona and when you hit California. And when, you know, it's all different areas of uh, Earth, right? With different vibes and different energies and same thing. And, and you know, on the, on the macro, on the uh, macrocosm, you have, you're flying through this, space this area and i love that concept of hey we're, we've been for thousands of years in this region of space where there was a lot of mass destruction is basically what he said so therefore a lot of negative energy or pain and we've been you know on the receiving end of that vibratorially speaking and now you're in a new region of space where it's an elevated uh you know vibration and therefore your consciousness is being triggered and pushed into an awakening i love when you know the concept of tying this physical um happening in with our our spiritual selves and and it definitely rings true at some level do i have proof that this is happening no i don't uh but uh i i think it's uh it's a as likely a theory as anything that i've heard as yeah. to what's triggering um you know the, the changes i also like I, there's so much i really I, I really resonate with in 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 this particular uh, guy's uh, prophecy. You know, what's really fascinating, Brent, is I'm once again reminded of Bashar uh-huh. because uh, he, I saw a video and, you know, we may end up playing the clip at some point, maybe in a future episode. Yeah, but we need to include some Bashar. He's yeah, awesome. Bashar is awesome. And one of the things that he mentioned one time that speaks to this prophecy is, um, you know, the way that many of us can wrap our brains around it. It's uh, sort of the physical or scientific component, you could say. But Bashar talked about how if frequency on our planet is indeed increasing, which, you know, we think it is, and that's what he says as well, but it becomes an analogy of kind of trying to hop onto a train that is starting to leave the station. And it's just a simple matter of as this thing gains momentum, Mm -hmm. the momentum will throw you off. It's actually kind of like being in a, what you might call the things that uh, kids play in on playgrounds that spin. Oh, the merry-go-round? Yeah, like a merry-go-round. If you don't catch it, you know, if you're not going as fast as it is, it's going to throw you off. Right. And it's just that's simple physics. But uh, this, you know, to me speaks of that, because as the frequency increases, if you can't match that frequency, it's just simply just going to buckle you off like a Bronco. It's just, you know, you you will just get thrown off. That's it. So there's really no component of 
which is, you know, the one thing that I have with this whole thing that this prophecy has, you know, these religions overtones, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting because, like you said, it's, you know, from a gentleman that lived, you know, decades ago that took, you know, kind of a a little bit of a biblical prophetic thing and perhaps married it a little bit with a more esoteric scientific, you know, the sure. whole talk about the earth traveling through the cosmos. Right. And it starts to put together this grander picture that I think is really. Yeah. 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 And I, I think it was really interesting. Also, he talked about, you know, how negative entities, uh, people at a lower vibratory level won't be able to sustain, or, you know, he kind of indicated that they would no longer be here or have major problems. And that's something once again, uh, a theory that I have that resonates very, uh, you know, close to my own heart uh, is that as we're increasing the vibration on the planet, we're seeing this happening. We're seeing more and more people wake up and become aware of their, uh, the you know, their higher selves. The ultimate nature of reality is that we're all literally one in different, you know, same consciousness, different bodies, uh, essentially. And um, so the people that are opposed to that, as we enter this new region of space or as we continue to uh, elevate uh, collectively our consciousness, I think the people in the past thrived we can look at we can look at the past in mankind and it looks like you know the bad guy wins so much the people the the hardcore businessmen who will screw anyone over and take advantage and lie and manipulate and deceive and then they end up on top and well I think those that's those sorts of energies had their day so to speak and uh they you you were in a region of space where that that you know, resonated, right? That was kind of like the pervading, uh, you know, you hear the saying, nothing is more powerful than idea whose time has come. You know, when, when something has, it's, it's the time for that sort of energy. Cool. It's going to, it's going to prevail. We're coming, my theory, we're coming to a time and place where that energy no longer prevails. You put whatever you're putting out is coming back quicker and quicker. Whereas in the past, maybe I put out a bunch, you know, someone put out something really negative and they don't feel the energetic repercussions of that until, you know, 20 years later or maybe 20 lives later who knows whereas now it's a speeding up this heightened vibratory uh you know thing that's happening transition that's happening on our our planet so someone's putting out something deceitful or negative or whatever it is and trying to take advantage of others and they're instantly it's like you know uh the snake eating its own tail it instantly comes back and reflects back on them so that's a theory that I will put out there that I definitely agree with as well that he kind of alludes to is you're going to see more and more people exposed who are negative, who are, you know, just self-serving. And, and it, once again, there's no judgment. It's not it's not right or wrong. It's a part of all that is too to still be asleep and think that you're separate from others. And as a result, act in a selfish way that is destructive to yourself and to others because you just don't know better. And But I think you're going to see those entities really uh, ha- hit, hit a, a patch of difficulty in the coming months and years increasingly more and more so yeah i agree brandy i think that uh, part of the thing there is that perhaps if we were traveling through a zone of contradictions then you know in centuries or decades past it was easier to appear one way and be completely different yeah to appear very sweet and charismatic and be a manipulative a-hole really but um i think there was a bigger lag between what you put out and then feeling the energetic repercussions of it so people could kind of uh from the surface get away with things yes and they would yeah and they will have ample opportunities to miss the lessons that their actions were you know bringing to them because they could make that connection right, right they would right. think i did this and then it's like hitting a dog it's spanking a dog or punishing a dog for tearing up the couch three days later it, it, it didn't even make the connection of why you're punishing it right exactly but yeah no it makes sense to me that that was the case before but now it's getting increasingly harder to hide your true energy signature is what i think yep, yep. so you know if you are harboring a lot of 
you know, negative emotions or you, you know, think of manipulating others every chance you get, you just can't hide that yeah. so much anymore. And one of the things that uh, I relate as well to your, your theory, which I very much agree with, is that we have a human invention that I think is doing so much to help change all this, the internet. Yeah. Thanks to the information that the internet disseminates, you know, mostly freely uh, throughout the whole globe, it's just harder and harder to hide these yep. things. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, to kind of continue on this topic, and we we really, uh, that was a, uh, an epic, mysterious story of the day that uh, led us down a path of a lot of discussion. So to move along, I want to share uh, a very short snippet of a woman named Dolores Cannon. And uh, Dolores Cannon, you can actually check out uh, DoloresCannon.com. She's a past life regression hypnotherapist. She's been doing it for like 50 years where she started out trying to help people with smoking and things like that. And then, you know, you've heard this story multiple times with different hypnotherapists in the past and then where they you know, stumble upon someone reaching into a past life and, you know, all this. And, and then it just kind of explores from there. And then they start exploring all kinds of other times and places and come back with uh, very interesting information. How much of that is real and or in the imagination? I, I don't I don't have the answer. Like it's, it's not for us to say, right? Yeah, it's not for us to say, but I definitely think uh, more likely than not, there's something uh, legitimate to it. I certainly believe past lives exist, or you could call them simultaneous lives because they're just, you know, time is an illusion. They're just happening on another channel that we would call, you know, 1743 or, you know, 2000 years ago or 2000 years in the future. It's all happening now you know, uh, on another channel, so to speak. So uh, I find this fascinating uh, to, to kind of tie in with this prophecy, actually, because, um, you know, he's talking about what's going to come in the future, right? And is what this guy predicted 70 years ago. And a lot of that seems to make a lot of sense and resonate and ring true now. But there could be other timelines where maybe it's completely wrong. It's and, and actually, Dolores Cannon is going to talk a little bit uh, on this uh, particular clip. It's on her YouTube pan, uh, channel, Dolores Cannon, uh, and it's called uh, Dolores on Parallel Lives. It's about four minutes. Take a listen. Now, you know, to keep it simple at first, everything is energy. Everything. So when you make a decision... You come to a crossroads in your life, you've got to make a decision. Do I get married? Do I get divorced? Do I take this job? Do I go to this school? You're trying to make a decision which road you want to go down. We have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different, won't it? If you marry this person, or you don't, or if you get a divorce, or if I choose this job, should I move? Your life will be different no matter which direction you go. So you're trying to make a decision. And you have a lot of energy going into making that decision. Then you finally decide, okay, this is the way I'm going to go. All right, what happens to the other alternate decision that you could have taken? What happens to that? It also is created. And another you is living out that other decision. And that gets a little complicated for people. You're living on this life and you're focusing on your decision you made, but another you split off over here and is living that other life. 
And we're not supposed to know about it because it would be too complicated. That's what they say, you can't know it all. Imagine how complicated it would be if you knew about these other parts, having all these other experiences. I have clients that come to me and they'll say, you know, I know I'm living another existence in another city and I have another family even. I occasionally peek in on them and they have said this is possible, but you're not supposed to do that because it would cause interference because the other reality is not aware of what's going on over here. Now, I hope I'm sending you on what I'm gonna get here. These are a lot of complicated concepts. Now, that's the simple thing, way of explaining this. It can also get much more complicated. <laughs> if it splits like that, it also means every time you make any decision of any kind, it will split again, and again, and again, and again. To where finally there's hundreds of yous living all these different realities. I think you understand a lot of this, don't you? Absolutely. Because he's getting it too. But um, that's, I know it's hard for our minds to accept, so we don't dwell on it. That's why I call the books Mind Candy. Read it, you know, well, it's interesting. Then you gotta put the book down and go on about your own life. Because otherwise, it can really scramble your brain. And I've also been told that if you don't put much energy in that other decision, eventually it will dissipate anyway. So the one you make now is the one you have chosen and that's going to be your life you focus on. Don't worry about the other one. I know there's somewhere, there's a woman, I'm another person who never got into any of this. <laughs> I don't know, she's sitting home knitting and watching TV or what, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> but somebody didn't, my another me didn't get into any of this. I wish her luck wherever she is. <laughs> Wow. Guess what, Brandy? Um, I hadn't noticed this, but I saw that you, have, of course, I picked a clip by this lady, Dolores Cannon, to play today. Uh, and I didn't know if you'd noticed this. Uh, she's mentioned in the article that I read. Really? Yeah. And I'd never heard of this lady's name until today, until earlier. But uh, there's an editor's note on the article that I read you. Uh -huh. And they say, this is similar to what Dolores Cannon talks about when she references how some people may be left behind, et cetera, et cetera. Here's a link. Uh -huh. Quote, wow. in parentheses. Synchronicity alarm, synchronicity alarm. It Ooh. happened again. We haven't had one in a few weeks like that. So, oh, yeah. yeah, basically, uh, the way we do things over here, you know, uh, Dalian will choose what, you know, mysterious story he wants to do. He randomly chooses it. I don't even hear about it until he starts reading it nine out of ten times, like, like today. Um, and then uh, <laughs> I chose to kind of talk about this uh, idea of different parallel lives and different uh, potential selves. And as you're hearing this name, Dolores Cannon, you're like, hmm, you'd never even heard of her before, you just said, mm -hmm. right? Until uh, <laughs> until you read this article and saw a note referencing her because she's not super well-known by any means. I just was looking for uh, good stuff on parallel lives, you know, because I've heard lots of 
discussion about it and talked about it a lot myself. And I just wanted to find someone that was talking about it in a way that was eloquent. And, uh, you know, I came across Dolores Cannon and that's why I played it. So, wow, cool. Very cool synchronicity. To me, that's kind of a, a wink from the universe that maybe there's something to this prophecy and uh, this information in general that she's sharing. Because, you know, once again, there's infinite versions of you. I always share a story of uh, me, you know, tw- when I was like 21 years old or so, I went and I, I've shared this before in the podcast. I had a psychic reading. What is someone who's truly psychic doing? They're tapping into the, you know, Google of the universe, so to speak, right? The Akashic records as, as some would call it. Um, and we actually do, uh, uh, Sue Krebs is an Akashic records reader who's on the show regularly. And, uh, anyway, tangent um (laughs) so what they're doing is they're just tapping into information potential information based off of you i was sitting in front of this woman and she said i see you in a cold place like chicago working in business well at that point in my life i was planning to graduate college go work for my uncle in chicago in business so my jaw hit the floor when she said this but then she said i see this whole other path for you in in california in music right are you involved in music anyway no a year later, we decide, Daly and I and the rest of us decide to form a band. And uh, then we meet someone from California who says, oh my gosh, your music's so great. You need to be out in California. We came out to visit. We were hooked. And here we are. So um, what was she seeing? The potential me's. Uh, both exist, right? So this is where, as I often say, free will meets destiny. Life is, your, your life plays out at the corner where free will meets destiny. Uh, you've already done it all. It's like a video game. It's all already in there. It's all already happening. Based off of your the vibration, you resonate with the most determines which version of you you choose you 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 draw forth that comes into your movie just like in the video game if i go through this door i see one thing if i go through this door i see another it's all in the disc it's all in the game it's already happened in the eternal moment of now so i i love the way she kind of uh talks about this and and i think it's a very simple i mean yes it does make your mind melt a little bit but uh once again this is one of those things uh that rings very very true to me and in my own heart and you know in my own experience Yes, what you said times a billion <laughs> because no, I think you're absolutely right. And in fact, once again, I was reminded of Bashar. Um, I saw a clip of him a couple of years ago where he uh, expounded on that same concept, but he did it in his own unique Bashar kind of way, mm-hmm. which is like really awesome if you know him. But that that actually um, the, the way that Dolores you know referenced it, it's it's I would say an easier way to wrap your brain around it. The way that Bashar explained it just completely blew my mind. I have to be honest because yeah, it we was, should find that quote then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was much like what you just explained, except uh, if you were kind of to follow the threads to their logical conclusions, and that just starts really blowing your mind because you're yeah. talking about there's a parallel reality for every parallel reality. There's a parallel reality for every parallel reality. Does that even make any sense? Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like infinite and well, well, what is God? What is source? What is love? What is, you know, consciousness? Infinite in all directions. So it it has infinite abundance and infinite resources and no time. So yeah, it plays out every potential. All all time, no time. All time, no time. (laughs) So, okay. Uh, Is everyone's mind melted? I know mine is uh, sort of melty. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're starting to get a little too deep down the rabbit hole. <laughs> what, what we'll do. <laughs> Never too deep, Daniel. Never too deep. Um, <laughs> what I'd like to do now to bring us back down to earth and tie this all together is bring in the lovely Anna Bilan. Hello, Anna. Welcome Hi, Brandon. to the show. Thanks. What do you got in way of a positive pondering breakdown of the day for us? Well, I have this quote. This moment matters. 
and it doesn't have a particular author. I think it's just kind of a universal quote. So here we go. What a charged past couple of weeks it has been with the holiday season. To be honest, I'm very glad that I can now return to a routine of peace and stability. I don't know about you, but for me, all of the celebrations went by so quickly and amongst all the plans, expectations, things to achieve and people to please, it was stressful. That is why now, after all of the festivities are over, I feel like I can take a deep breath and return to my center. So on this day, I remind myself that right now, at this very moment, something of importance is happening. And that something is nothing more than the simple fact that this moment is special. It is special in all of its plainness, all of its simplicity, and all of its uneventfulness. After the chaos of the holidays, I welcome this tranquility with open arms. After putting so much pressure on the moments of the holidays, such as unwrapping presents or waiting for the midnight countdown, it is so refreshing to have a pressure-free important moment that does not require anything from you or anyone else other than to just be. Repeating this mantra to myself instantly grounds me, connects me to everything around me, and allows me to feel a sense of peace that everything is unfolding just as it should. It brings me happiness knowing that everything I do daily, even the mundane such as washing the dishes, is important. Realizing that you are the one that makes a moment matter is even more powerful than just knowing that it matters regardless of the circumstance. When you say this mantra to yourself, you are taking control of the situation, and that puts you as a key player. You begin realizing that everything revolves around you, and I don't mean that in an egotistical way. I mean it in the way that you attract to yourself that which you put out. So if you start seeing every moment as one of importance, you will begin attracting people and experiences that are also of importance to your journey. Saying this mantra to yourself reminds you of your life's purpose, even if you feel unsure about the future. It reminds you that each time you notice yourself as a conscious being, you're, you bring awareness to yourself and therefore allow yourself to grow and expand. Each moment becomes an opportunity to analyze what your role is in relation to the environment around you and hopefully helps you see where you are being pulled to. Try this as an experiment today and tell yourself that this moment matters in a variety of situations. Notice how that feels and what comes up. Is there resistance? If so, why? Is there acceptance? If so, why? What are you aligning yourself with? What are you pulling into your sphere? Do you notice a shift in your presence? These are all answers to take notice of, and there is no better time than this moment to start. It is the new year after all. Spectacular. Tying together, indeed, what we, Dalian and I were just talking about, which is, you know, all these potential realities and possible selves that exist. But at the end of the day, this moment is the one that everything is collapsed on. This, you've collapsed your choices. All the potentials have collapsed into this exact moment. And for that reason, it is ex- of the utmost extreme importance. It is more impo- important than any other moment mm-hmm. that ever has been or will be because it's all that exists. Yeah, right. And and it's such a kind of a weird thing to do to yourself is, you know, break yourself out of this routine, um, kind of automated 
mm-hmm. presence that we go through in our like lives. Robotic just, state. Right, robotic state. And remind yourself that, hey, I'm a conscious being and I can remind myself that this moment matters. And then it really starts... Um, to show to you what actually you're attracting to yourself and what environment you are in and how you can change that and all sorts of cool things like that. Yeah. As you said it, as you're, you know, reading, uh, this, uh, breakdown of yours, uh, of the quote, I said it to myself, this moment matters. Mm-hmm. And instantly it grounds this, you so much. This moment got so much more intense and yeah. powerful and uh, beautiful. So, uh, this is perhaps one of my very favorite uh, oh, breakdowns that wow. we've ever had because cool. it's such a powerful, simple and powerful uh, practice. And of course, with the, the start of 2016, I love uh, trying to, you know, give as much uh, insight into how we can uh, increase our experience and have the sweetest 16 there ever has been yeah. or could be or, or potential sweet 16. You know, think about it like this, our conversation, Dalian, uh, you know, all these potential 2016s, we want to have the sweetest one. Well, the sweetest 16 is going to come from always snapping into the understanding that this moment matters and it is, uh, it is perfect exactly as it is. Well, I wanted to kind of touch a little bit on that. The moment, uh, the moment, <laughs> the reason why I chose this quote is um, because this healing program that I'm in, my teacher actually, she said this quote last week during class and um I don't know if it's necessarily by anyone. I think it's just kind of a reminder, you know, Mm -hmm. but it was a prelude to this book that we're going to be reading as part of our curriculum called The Presence Process by Michael Brown. And in that book, there is a whole 10 week process that is supposed to um, really help you, you know, feel very present and grounded and connected. And it's supposed to be very transformational. It accompanies some breath work each day and, you know, some other things too. Um, so that's what we'll be taking a journey on. So any, if any of the listeners are also interested in that, um, it's a 10-week process and it's supposed to be very transformational. It's called The so, Presence Process? The Presence Process by Michael Brown. Awesome. And I would also recommend The Power of Now, which is, of course, a very, uh, you know, well-known book on moving into this moment fully. But uh, I like that. Uh, I'm, I'm curious and will be anxious to see how uh, you enjoy that 10 week process. And of course, uh, I'll be, uh, maybe I'll join you in that and uh, we can somehow share it with the audience. But those of you who are eager can maybe go and start right now today and get the book. <laughs> if if uh, <laughs> this moment uh, of listening to this podcast has mattered enough to you that you want to continue to make the moments matter more, uh, there's a great avenue to do it. So thank you, Anna, as thank always you. for joining on the show. I look forward to uh, having you on next week. All right, bye. Okay, well, look at the illusory time here. It's getting uh, <laughs> it's getting up there in length on this podcast. So, uh, Dalen, what do you got in way of a, a song to leave the good folks out there listening with? Well, you and I were looking for some good music to listen to, and uh, you said to me, "Oh, yeah, you know about that artist Saint Germain." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard him. You know, I heard of him once or twice." Mm-hmm. And then we went ahead and pulled Love up Saint Germain. Yeah, something and. Cool. Oh my God, he's awesome. He's got yeah, great yeah, stuff. Very, yeah. very soulful, like unique uh, 
very uh, interesting mix of different musical elements, I think, but brings them together in an interesting, you know, as I've heard uh, said before for music, M-U-S-I-C, make up something interesting and complimentary. Oh, I, I love it. I, I'm a musician. I, I love think that. he does that. That's awesome. So uh, what song did you choose? Oh, well, we're going to go with uh, a little bit of an older track of his. That's one of his classics, you could call it. Uh, it's called Rose Rouge. Okay. And this is St. Germain. Otherwise... If you have enjoyed this positive download from our hearts and minds to yours, please take a minute, give us a rating or review on iTunes, since iTunes is the holy grail of all things podcasting. Uh, Your good reviews help us to reach more listeners. Also, we would be extremely appreciative if you would tell your friends and family about the show. Our sincere intent with the Positive Head podcast is to spread positivity to the world because, well, because we're selfish, quite honestly. Uh, I say that jokingly, but really only halfway joking. I'm referring to the good kind of selfish based on the knowing that we all get what we give in this life because when we give, we're actually always giving to extensions of self since we're all really one in the same consciousness, just in different bodies. So if you want to be a good selfish along with us by helping to spread the positivity, by all means, please proceed to shout about the Positive Head podcast from your rooftop. (laughs) Otherwise, As you continue on your fabulous journey in this 3D reality, be sure to remember this. As long as you ain't dead, you're already positive ahead. Journey well, everyone, and thank you for being.